is Valerie Van Boeven with the Senior Care Industry Netcast, where leaders with three or more years in the senior care industry share their advice. It's six questions in nine minutes, so let's get to it. In a few sentences, tell us who you are and what you do. Oh, hi, Valerie. Thanks so much for having me. Mm -hmm. I'm, a, I'm a speech pathologist by profession. I'm dedicated to helping families seek care for their loved ones by providing valuable information from the inside perspective of working in over 45 skilled nursing facilities. I also provide family mediation when there are conflicts about loved one's care. I'm an advocate, author. Um, I have several articles that are published in national publications. And I'm host of the podcast Seniors Straight Talk on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and on all favorite podcast platforms. I actually have an ebook coming out in the next few days called Empathy, a word I've trademarked, a tool for resilience to help people. I mean, we're all suffering and challenged right now in this crisis time. So it's for healthcare workers caregivers who are experiencing fatigue and burnout and people who are at home just challenged right now with their feelings about this virus. Absolutely. Uh, and you know what, when we, when this goes live, we'll make sure that your website and all of your information is there so that everybody can get a hold of that new ebook and learn more about what you do and listen to your podcast. Cause that's awesome. We want to make sure everybody gets a hold of that too. Oh, thanks so very much. We yeah. have some really interesting guests on there. Just last week, I'll tell you, I interviewed Frank Shankwitz, the founder of the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Oh, I love that. Oh, yes. We're definitely going to have, you're going to have a new fan. I'll have to tune in. <laughs> Absolutely. Love to have you. <laughs> cool. Okay. All right. Well, tell me, what is the best thing about serving aging adults? Well, I would say, you know, um, aging adults, um, and I'm kind of in that category, <laughs> I'm getting there, um, sort of, <laughs> um, they're really our wisdom keepers. And I think one of the best things that I feel is not only helping people when, as a speech pathologist, when I've helped them uh, to eat or, or enjoy a food they haven't eaten for a long time, or uh, my specialty actually was working with people on ventilators for a long time, so having them speak when they hadn't for a long time. But I think connecting with people and hearing the richness of their lives and their stories and uh, learning from them, you know, I'm 67. And I have uh, people that I work with that tell me I'm just a baby, I'm just a kid. Mm -hmm. And it really puts it in perspective for you how somebody much older has lived those years and has a lot of wisdom to share. Yeah, we have so much to learn. I say that, I feel like I say that almost every time we do one of these shows, but we have a lot to learn from our seniors <clears throat> and, uh, and just remembering and knowing that they were a mom, a sister, a dad, a brother, um, an uncle, a grandfather, you know, absolutely. All those things happen in their lives too. And they have so much wisdom to share with us from all of that. So that's awesome. Let's switch gears just for a second and talk a little bit about online marketing because it has become something that I think a lot more folks in business, especially in the senior care industry are taking pretty seriously right now. Um, I know it can be challenging. It can be confusing. It's definitely ever changing. What has been your experience or your thoughts with that? 
Yeah, well, I'm actually um, on that journey. I'm on that path. And you're right. It's, it's not easy. Uh, for some people, it's easier than others. Some people, just like with anything, have an affinity for it. Um, that's not my affinity. I'm more of a person-to-person um, individual. You know, I like that personal contact. So it's kind of a, a funny space for me, but I'm learning. And I, it is very challenging. There's a ton of information out there. People are bombarded. It's a barrage. And how do you distinguish yourself is, um, is something that's a little challenging. And um, finding interesting ways to, prevent, to uh, present your information and um, uh, to make it valuable and meaningful for people's lives, not just part of the chatter, like, oh, that's just another thing. Yeah. You're right. Absolutely. And just as an example, you and I met on LinkedIn. We look for, you know, experts in the in senior care space and people who've done some remarkable things. And so we, we reached out to you and used online marketing to see if you'd be interested in coming on the show. And that, you know, this, I, I, it is a learning curve for everybody, even to someone like me who does it all the time, learning how to use different platforms to your advantage and not being too boring about it or saying the same thing that everybody else says. You're right. It's being unique online. It's more challenging all the time, but I think video and podcasting, I think that that presents a, a, a great opportunity for, to get the word out for so many of us. And um, when you can't get out of the house and you can't go do stuff, a lot more people are on their screens and on and listening. So it's a, a good, great opportunity right now. Just just to piggyback on that, I'm um, I'm in the process of starting a YouTube channel. Okay. So uh, to give people tidbits, a different way for people to hear information in short spurts uh, that can be valuable for them. I agree. Short is good. You know, we try to keep our these interviews short for that reason. You don't have to watch an hour long program. You know, six minutes. I say. I say six questions in nine minutes, but usually it's more like 15 because I talk too much, but that's okay. That, you know, short and sweet is what right. people need. Absolutely. Okay. Back to your wisdom on senior care. I would imagine that in your lifetime and in your career that have been organizations or people that have inspired you or been mentors to you. Is there anybody you'd like to talk about or any organization that really means a lot to you? Absolutely. I'm glad you asked that question. So one of them is Charlene Harrington, who actually I reached out to when I was writing my first book. Um, I had come across her information when I started doing research and um, I was just, it just opened my eyes to a whole different world. So Charlene Harrington has worked for four decades, dedicating herself to quality care for nursing homes, elder citizens and federal regulation. Um, she's Professor Emerita at University of California, uh, San Francisco. Her writings inspired the 1987 um, nursing home reform law, as well as the nursing home compare website. So she is quite a remarkable woman. And actually, she wrote the foreword to my second book, Overdue Quality Care for Our Elder Citizens. But she is quite a remarkable woman. Um, she's one. Another one I'd say is Dr. Bill Thomas, 
So actually, I'm going to be um, doing a podcast interview with this week. I was trying to reach him for years, and I was successful through actually, uh, just like what you say, uh, networking with someone online. And um, his book, Life Worth Living, um, also revolutionized um, our feeling, our attitudes, I'd say, and philosophies about nursing home care, quality of life, life with purpose. Uh, and he created the Greenhouse Project and Eden Alternative. There are many of those facilities around the country, not as many as we'd like to see, but it certainly is um, revolutionary. And I'd say the third one is Dan Cohen, um, whose movie Alive Inside was a 2014 Sundance Film Festival Award winner, Audience Choice Award winner. And he created the program Music and Memory. For people with dementia and um, if anybody wants to stream that movie on Amazon it really is incredible how music touches people and they actually do come alive some people are aware of their sur surroundings communicate with their families or people in their environments for the first time in years and it's, it's inspiring and um, he's become a friend and I it's just a wonderful wonderful program well those are all amazing people you have just described so thank you we do our little shout out piece because, um, you know, not, not only do people, you know, that we shout out to in organizations benefit from that, but it's always great to share amazing resources with everyone else, books they should read, podcasts they should listen to, um, and people that they should be aware of that have made a difference in your life and, and, and lots of other people's lives. So thank you for doing that. All right. What piece of advice would you give to other senior care providers? Mm, that's a good question, Valerie. Um, it depends which group of providers you're talking about. Um, if you're talking about nursing home providers as a, as a group, um, I would say to the importance of maybe it involves changing mindset. So it's about really providing quality care. Um, you know, there, I wrote an article about this actually, but there's this phrase person-centered care and really um, ensuring that you're really providing person-centered care, not only for the residents, but actually for your healthcare workers who are really unsung heroes uh, that are not often um, given credit uh, for the work that they do, especially in long-term care. And um, I would say for uh, people who are like geriatric care managers and people who are, are advising families on finding care for their loved ones, um, I would say that because I come from working inside facilities, um, that it would be important to access that information um, because it's very different hearing the information from how things actually played out rather than just some um, an overview kind of thing. Really uh, telling people what they can expect. I work in um, helping people become more informed and effective advocates by providing this valuable information. So I would say, and to encourage people to plan by choice, not by crisis. Don't wait until you get that phone call and mom or dad or grandma is in the hospital and uh, now you have to find a short-term rehab facility and you're at the mercy of what I say, the glossy marketing brochures, yeah. Uh, yeah. the hospital discharge planners, um, to really encourage people to plan ahead, to get mm -hmm. the information ahead of time. So when that time comes, 
you kind of know what your first steps and second steps are. Yeah, absolutely. That's the greatest advice of all time. And I, <laughs> it's hard to take that advice when you don't want to think about, uh, I guess the inevitable is that at some point, most of us are going to need a little bit of help around the house or, or maybe more than that. You know, you just don't know what the future holds, but just having that discussion at the very least with your loved ones and saying, here's what I would prefer. Here's what I think, or, you know, any, any kind of planning is better than having to have your children or your spouse decide in a crisis. You know, I, I just want to touch on something you just said, because you said people don't want to really think about that. And what I remind people is they actually really are thinking about that in other ways because we all have car insurance and we don't plan on being in a terrible car crash. Uh, we have medical insurance. We don't plan on becoming ill. And um, I always tell people I bought burial insurance last year. Now, I'm not planning on being buried right now, but I did plan for that, did I not? So people think that they're not thinking about these things. They are in some ways. So it's just kind of expanding what you're thinking about yes. and embracing it rather than trying to put it on the side and thinking it's not going to happen because we're already older than when we started this, this discussion. Yeah. And you know what, it's, it, 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 if you know that you have a preference, at least having that conversation or making some plans will get you to where you would like to be as opposed to where someone has to make that decision and you just got to go with what you got. Correct. So, you know, if you, if you really know that you don't want to be in a nursing home at some point, which we all, you know, really don't want to be in a nursing right. home if we don't have to then make a plan so that you're not in a nursing yeah. home because otherwise <laughs> you just don't know, you know, people have to, you know, we all have to make our best decisions in the moment. So having a plan is great. Okay. You know, and in this current environment, we, I mean, we're seeing oh. that we just don't, unfortunately we're seeing that things are hot, crazy things are happening and um, yeah. you know. Yeah. And I know a lot of people are trying to unmake that decision right now and trying right. to bring loved ones home um, and it's challenging. It really is to uh, change their environment and good for anybody who can do that. That's awesome. Uh, but for a lot of people, it's just not, you know, 24 hour care is what they really need and they, they can't right. really come home. So, so great advice for all of our senior care providers and for consumers plan ahead, make your own path instead of having someone else make it for you at the last minute. Okay. My last question is supposed to be a fun one. Some people get uh, nervous about it, but I, <laughs> but I really like it. When you have a win in life, it could be anything. I mean, graduations, a birth of a new baby. It could be a wedding. It could be anything at all. It could be business-wise. How do you like to celebrate? Well, that's an interesting question because um, I'm thinking of some wins I've had even this past week. I think... I would divide it into the present situation and beforehand um, because obviously I, I don't have access to maybe participate in the same kind of activities now as I did before. Um, so <laughs> in the past week, I've really, um, I've connected with some really awesome people from my podcast. One of them is Dr. Bill Thomas. Another one is David Grabowski, who, who, um, is the architect of legislation for Medicare. And um, so I just, I call my friends uh, or family and share with them these, these accomplishments. I know they're happy for not only me 
but for the fact that these these people will be able to be heard by listeners and getting that information out there. And sometimes, to be very honest, I just jump up and down. I mean, really, in the present environment. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, you, it's hard to jump up and down in a crowd of people right now, yeah, right? right? So, <laughs> but, you know, otherwise, already... I love dancing. I ballroom dance. I love music. Um, so anything that has to do with movement, um, I work out at the gym. Sometimes I celebrate a win that way because I love the energy that that creates um, inside my body from a different level. So I would say dancing and, um, and working out at the gym. Those are great answers and great ways to celebrate, especially right now when it's hard to have, you know, we, we'd love to have a meal with our family and friends or a big get gathering whenever we can, but it's kind of hard to do that, right? Exactly. <laughs> so any way we can find to celebrate and have a positive experience is a good way. So thank you. And Phyllis, you did a great job. Thank you so much for being on our show and for helping others learn more, of, not only about you, but about the folks that have made a difference in your life and sharing your wisdom with us. We appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And, um, I, you know, I'd love to be able to um, share some contact information, if that's okay. Yes. Tell us how we can get a hold of you. Sure. So my website is um, www.phyllis, P-H-Y-L-L-I-S, Amen, A-Y-M-A-N, associates.com. Mm-hmm. And as you said, people can find me on LinkedIn and Twitter and um, Instagram and Facebook. And, um, and uh, yeah, my ebook, Empathy, A Tool for Resilience, will be coming out um, in the next few days. Um, and um, also, I just want to uh, give a shout out, if I may. Mm-hmm. I have a GoFundMe page okay. um, called Seniors Connect- Senior Connections Matter, and I'm raising funds to purchase technology for nursing home residents primarily so they could have more virtual visits with their families and loved ones during this period of time when I love it patient has been banned I love it that is so good yes we do a um, virtual call with my dad on Tuesday afternoons and he's he's in a nursing home and the more we can help our facilities have an iPad or whatever other technology is available to have them make virtual calls. I think that helps everybody all the way around. Um, and uh, you know what, we've even found that um, have, and if I say her name, she's gonna talk to us. If you have an Alexa device, <laughs> <laughs> she's, oh, she said, sorry, I don't know that. Um, uh, If you have one of those, uh, my dad is not able to use a cell phone, but he is able to call us on that device. So all you have to do is say call Val and uh, he'll call me right up. So, and I can call him from my phone to his device. So it works really well that way. And if he's able to do that, I think pretty much anybody could, but you're right. Having Wi-Fi in the home, in the nursing home and also having, or assisted living and also having those devices is so important for us to be able to keep in touch. So thank you for doing that. I'll put that, all of that will be uh, with, the information will be with this video and we'll put your website on the video so everybody can see it. Thank you. Oh, thank you very much, Valerie. This has been terrific. I really, really, really enjoyed it. All right, thanks.